from the Los Angeles Underground. It's time for your new favorite podcast, The Superiority Complex. It's like honey in your ear holes. Welcome back to The Superiority Complex, everybody, your new favorite podcast. We are back. That was fun. That was a good week. We had a good week last week watching Blade. Uh, this week we have a great, uh, by the way, let's get a quick John Sandy update. John Sandy is doing well, had some complications from a surgery, had to go back to the emergency room. Uh, I want to say Monday night. He's okay. Uh, he's got blood blisters forming on his legs and he can't. Uh, oh no. Yeah. So oh, he God. is, so he is doing well. He's in good spirits, but you know, he's obviously a little concerned, but, uh, it's nothing to worry about. They seem to have got it handled. But uh, he's he's doing okay. He's in good spirits. He had a friend stay with him for the week. Um, they did a lot of hanging out, watching uh, movies and stuff like that. So he is uh, he is doing well and in good spirits. So we best of luck to John. Our thoughts are with you, sir. And we miss you. Yeah, he said he'll be able to be back. Uh, he'll probably be back in a, in a week or two. So everybody's eating on the show. I ate before the show like a good person. But uh Oh, that's where your mistake lied, my friend. Justine, what are you eating, buddy? Mac salad. Oh, uh, what salad? Mac salad. I thought you said Mac salad, like maximum salad. Mm. I was like, My oh. brother in law caters, so they that's had a lot left over. Wow, you have a catering caterer in the in the family. That's so macaroni salad. Uh what is it? What's in there? Let's see. Show the kids at home what they what they're missing. I don't know, carrot and mac. Oh, there you go. Okay, how is it? Good. Delicious. He also has the Kahlua pork and um. Ooh. What else did he make? I don't know what else he made. For that hmm. That's just nice for having cater in the. Family. Actually, I think he made spam subi too, but um, he didn't bring any of that home. No, none of that made it home. Why? Yeah, that's not going to make it home. Are you kidding no. me? <laughs> it's like bringing lumpia. Right. It's not going to Uh Jake is here. Wait, oh. now I want lumpia. Patrick's here. Justine is here. Anita's here. Anita, very worried about her uh, her employment status all of a sudden because of a conversation we had. A concerned listener said, hey, Anita really shouldn't be uh, talking about work while she's on the podcast. And I said, there's two There's two things wrong with that. I go, number one, Anita does not care. And number two, nobody listens. So it's fine. You can say whatever you want. And number three, mind your business. Yeah, and number three, <laughs> there you go. My uh, job is way too understaffed. They can't keep anyone. I am a valuable asset. There I'm you not go. going anywhere. Trust me. <laughs> I'm here for the sure fact that they let me do whatever I want. So. <laughs> Good for you. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Yeah, they got to deal with it. Justine, uh, you're in the same position. You and I feel like you and Patrick are in the same position. You're 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 not a, you're, you're not expendable. So I feel like at this point you guys can just get away with doing whatever you want. Just being like, "Look, I'm taking a vacation, and you're accepting this." 
No, we live in corporate. We work in corporate America. They don't give yeah, a shit about us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They don't give. Then why are they always? Then why are they always? Why are everyone they, suffers, but why are they always? Why does everybody else get away scot free, huh? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why does everybody call? Why do they always call you guys like it's the most important thing on your days off? Like, I need to talk to you now. It's like no. It's it's called being salaried. No, you. Mm-hmm. We don't. We mm-hmm. don't have personal mm-hmm. time. Yeah. That yeah. ship doesn't run without them, though. I no, get. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Give me money for my phone bill. So. Yeah, it's called. Uh, sorry, I was asleep. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that doesn't work. Oh, sorry, I was asleep. Mm-mm. Get an alarm car and call in the middle of the night. You have to answer it. Nope. Yeah. Oh, I get Otherwise, right you get fired. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hey, guys. That's Perks so- of working at Michael's. Feel free to come and work for us at any point in time. We a- offer if that ever discounts. happens, let me know, because that's a little... Um- I'm sorry, we can find a little crap map. Yeah. <laughs> Anita. Get him. Anita's the employee watchdog. If you have uh, trouble with your boss, please uh, give us a, if you have trouble with things that you think your company's doing that are illegal, please uh, let us uh, <laughs> let us know at uh, Soup Complex, also UP Complex, and uh, Anita will get right on that in her free time, in her spare time. She's uh, not doing especially if you're in California where the employees can do whatever they want. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's why I have seen I have seen things that most people would get shot for, and it is a slap on the wrist. I love it. If you're in Florida, I can't help you. Yeah. Mm. If you're in if you're in Florida, God help you. That's yeah, what I think. It's all, you need, you know, all the Let's be honest. It's over. Mm-hmm. Can't do anything in Florida. Can't read books. Mm-mm. Can't you know walk around on the street. Can't do anything. Can't even hold another man's hand or another woman's yeah. hand. It's terrible. Boo. And you guys hate Disneyland apparently. Boo. And oh. jobs. Yeah. Nope. Did you see that that teacher got in trouble for showing that Disney movie, uh, Strange World? Uh, w- was it Strange World or was it uh, Buzz? It was Buzz Lightyear. Was it Strange World? Strange Not- World because there's um that kid is into another guy. Oh, I, I heard it was Buzz Lightyear because the, there's a there's a a same sex uh, kiss. I heard it was. Oh, I was too. thinking. I heard of- it was the Lightyear movie, but it doesn't matter. It's all the same. Yeah. Uh, but I think they're fighting it because the parents signed off that Disney movies were okay. But Disney came out with that and had interracial parents. Damn, Disney. They're really just mm-hmm. trying to piss off the Floridians. And their dog was a three-legged dog. What is this world coming to? All I know is if America ever needs an enema, Florida is where it's going to go. You know what I'm saying? You know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Got, and then, uh, what's his name? Marco Rubio got all, he caused a, hold that whole stir with the Dodgers. Shut up, Marco Rubio. You stay on, you know, you just worry about Florida, okay? And then you also see that DeSantis is now trying to run for president. Of course. Because why not, right? I read an interesting uh, article comparing uh, Trump to uh, DeSantis because, you know, they're cut from the same cloth. And they're saying the scary thing about DeSantis is that he has the political savvy that Trump does not. (laughs) Yeah. He knows politics, but uh, he has the personality of like a peanut, whereas Trump doesn't know anything, but... he has all the charisma that his followers love. So it's like, you know, it's a wash. Basically. And if there ever comes a time where those two, where those two qualities get put together, God help us. Uh, I'm, my only worry is that uh, the Democrats are just going to be like, yeah, we could run anybody and we'll be fine. And they're not going to try to find a. We all know how great that goes. Come on. 
Jesus. It'll be fine. What's the worst that could happen? Oh, fascism. <laughs> <laughs> which is why we're gonna we watch a, which is we why had gonna, a brush with it once come on we're fine which is why we're gonna watch yeah we all pretend like it was just normal like yeah if, remember that time we were almost fast yeah 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 that's fine yeah this is why we have the right to bear arms remember that time we were almost fascist oh yeah did you watch vanderpump rules yeah um you know america f yeah uh let's not let's not get bogged down in politics guys Let's uh, let's talk about something uh, upbeat like uh, our Lakers, uh, Justine. What happened? I haven't been watching, but I do hear my brother-in-law upset all the time. We got swept by the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets. Here's the most. Here is the <laughs> most. Our five-time championship winning Los Angeles Lakers five? got beaten by some chicken. Is it five, six, seventeen? 17? A 17. lot. They won a lot. <laughs> 17. They won five with Cobes. They won five with Cobes. fucking chicken nuggets. Here's the thing the about... Here's the thing about the Denver Nug Nugs going... Sweeping my beloved Los Angeles Lakers. <clears throat> By the way, love LeBron. As, all these people that hate on LeBron for what he does outside the court. I love LeBron for what he does off the court. I think he's a great human being. Uh, just, you know, generous. I mean, just the most generous person you could be. I hate him as a basketball player. <laughs> I really do. I really do. Uh, he missed an easy layup. Uh, it, listen. Listen, man. Well, no one else has Kobe's work ethic. I nobody. Mean, nobody does. Uh, but uh, I don't know, man. I just... Uh, I, I, the, the thing about Denver winning is that now... Euros, if they win the championship, Euros will be legitimized in the league. And I cannot have that. I cannot have Euros being a legitimate phenomenon. I don't need them coming over here from Europe with their flopping and their 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 drama. I don't need any of that. And their soft play. But Jogic is no joke, I'll tell you that. Big, big freaking Euro dude. <laughs> the Lakers did not have an answer for him. <clears throat> he was simply overpowering. Um, and it's hard. AD's made out of glass. Okay, you can't go up against him. I mean, he can't go head to head with Jogic. Jogic and he gets hurt all the time. He's basically yeah, Drago. Is basically Jogic. He's the basketball version of Drago. <clears throat> AD? No, no, no. Jogic. You see? Oh. Well. Anyway. Yeah, why the disdain for Euro basketball? I just hate huh? it. I hate it. Why? What's wrong? What's wrong with the little Euro basketball? Because they're soft and they flop. What does that mean? What does that even mean? You've never they seen play somebody by soccer rules. They, they play like soccer players. Oh, so when they get touched, they're like, yes, oh. yes, uh, yeah. Um, I can't. Uh, and then uh, mm -hmm. that's all yeah, basketball. So yeah, it didn't used to be that way. It yeah, didn't basketball is like all a show. It, so did, like it, it didn't used to be Back that in way. Your day, Mario, right? Yeah, because I'm old. I'm old. I remember Showtime. Back in your day, showtime. they used to wear they used to wear Converse. I remember. Yeah, hell yeah. I remember when when Rambus got clothesline and that was real. He got clothesline and dropped and that was real. Okay, you had respect and then for the game. Okay, happened. 1984. That's when the Nike. Oh, you because you because you watched out. Air. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, it actually happened in, uh, you know, the Lakers brought one of the first uh, prominent Euros in, uh, 
Vlade Divac. And they paid for his fine on wearing um, colorful shoes and not all white. Who, Jordan? Mm-hmm. We don't Nike talk. We fine. don't talk. Five thousand a game. We don't talk about Michael Jordan on this show. We don't. We don't to wear colorful, colorful shoes. There was a fucking fine for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah it was white. You have to wear majority white. Who cares? That was a the rule. There were rules back then. Their shoes. Just they had to. They, they had to be as white as Michael Cooper's socks, or you could not. No, they had to be as white as America back when it first started. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. That's what they said. I see. I will say that when they showed the Horrible. old games, there's a lot of white people on the court. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Now there's like now yeah, you get your sad. token. Now you get your token like on the on the Lakers. You get your token white guy like a like Reeves yeah. or like a, a Caruso or you know. But back then it was there was a it was a good mix. Rambus was like the first really prominent like token white guy. Kurt Rambus on Showtime Lakers. You needed that guy. There was a there was a time in the seventies when there was there were people complaining that there were too many black players, which tells you how far we've come in you know forty fifty years. But yeah, they used to complain. People would complain about that. Why would you complain about? Yeah. Why? We're shocked. You see, we come from a shitty country. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Where racism runs rampant. It's baked into the. It's baked into the. You know, bones. White people ruin everything. Not everything. Let's let's talk. Let's talk about stuff that white. Okay. Let's let's talk about rush hour. Right. (laughs) Who is the ultimate enemy in this? The white colonizer. I mean, always. Yes, of course. Yes. Yeah, but, who, but, but who really likes the UK? I mean. <laughs> Let's talk about good stuff white people have done. Let's talk about yeah. like good stuff in American Don't culture. Don't blame the kids. Blame the parents we, for teaching the kids, you know? Right. Yeah. Like, what's what stuff that white people are really into that are that's okay? Oh, um, like electricity? Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pumpkin spice. <laughs> no, it's just thank you, white people, for <laughs> brothers. Do those airplanes? Actually, actually, there have so been there have been power sources like like ancient batteries that have been traced back to like ancient ancient Persia. Mm. So like made with like copper and yeah. So oh, what you're saying is another thing white people stole. <laughs> what you're saying. <laughs> by the way, Edison. Work. By the way, Edison stole so many patents that might not be the. That might not well, be the. Yeah, but I mean, come on. <laughs> come on, you gotta what? crack no. a few. You gotta crack a few eggs to make an omelet. You know. No, no, no. <laughs> that analogy for this situation is horrible. Okay, what is something? What is something that is that is like exclusively that is meant for white people that you love unashamedly? Is there anything you can think of? Wait, what was sitting that we love? Yeah. That we love? Yeah, something that was kind of. Remember the, back then the, when the, polos were in? Polo shirt, polo shirts. Do you pop the collar though? When everyone was wearing polos, uh, a squatty potty. Okay, all right. <laughs> hey, well, we don't even know if that was made by a white guy. We want to assume, but ooh, ooh, I don't ooh. know. What's that? Boots. I love my Uggs. Oh, that is yeah, white. Yeah. That is white. Yeah, that kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. They're so damn comfy, though. 
I can't imagine wearing those all day and then the pulling your feet out and it not smelling like. You wear socks. Not everybody does. Squatty Potty was made by Bobby, Judy, and Bill Edwards. (laughs) Judy sounds pretty white. Judy. Judy. She's on Judy duty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Who invented? That's that's amazing. By the way, I had to jury rig my own Squatty Potty at my mom's house because she has really high toilets because she can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So if I That's go not on, healthy for you, man, well, you, you can't do that. Yeah. My, my legs fall asleep. So I, I mm-hmm. <laughs> that cuts off the blood circulation. So That's she, not so good, she has this, she has this little step stool. No pun intended. I take that in there with me when I got to do the business and I just, <laughs> <There> you, <go. laughs> I, you know, I have to, I can't. Gotta, get that, gotta get that leverage. There's yeah. not many places where my feet dangle. Like I'm a little kid, you know? And I'm like, this is I not- mean, at this point, I think you just need to keep it in the car. Also, right? <laughs> how are you supposed to brace yourself? You know, sometimes you really got to brace yourself and, uh-huh. and give it, uh, give it what for, you know, <laughs> the things we talk about on this podcast, I can't believe it. So, Ooh, Ugg Boots number two, work four. <laughs> That's coming up. We're almost to, we're almost to awesome power. Um, and is that all we can think of? The white people have contributed. We're, we're talking to Ugg Boots, <laughs> macaroni <laughs> salad, macaroni Name salad. Is, yeah, I can't. Yeah, potato salad, avocado toast. What else? Oh, avocado toast is a good one. Hey, that's one. gay. So, so let me get this straight. Avocado toast is just somebody just got the idea to spread avocado on yeah. toast, right? That's yeah, how you yeah, toast right. it. You're uh, like, fuck it. Yeah, and then you put like a little everything seasoning on there. We get a little salt and a little egg. A little egg on there. Woo. Jake will always oh, lean. Like, like bicycles. Oh yeah, IPAs. Oh, yeah. White mm-hmm. people love IPA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a thing. Wine, red but, wine. But that goes back to their colonizer that goes days. Far back too. Yeah. That goes back to the colonizing. You know, they, Here they we to, go. Back to the root of the problem. Yeah, they had to send those uh, <laughs> those beers those to fucking the fucking They had to send the beers to the troops in India, and they they didn't want it to spoil, so they threw extra hops in there. Now we have IPA. There you go. See, you know who lo- you know who yeah. collectively loves IPA the most is the entire city of San Diego. Uh, they love shitty baseball <laughs> and they love IPA. <laughs> they love overpaid baseball Anaheim. players. Mm-hmm. Anaheim's a close second. Anaheim's yeah, a close oh second. God. Yeah. Gosh. Anaheim, I swear. Yeah. That's like a SoCal. IPA. Uh, if you like 50 year olds who still ride skateboards and wear their baseball caps backwards, uh, <laughs> the, the, the vicinity around Angel Stadium is where you want to be. I'm like, I'll just let you know. Yeah. Mm hmm. Let me write that down. And I'm not just saying they just they, they ride skateboards as you know for fun. This is their main oh, form yeah. of transportation. That's their main form of transportation. This is this is a longboard. Mm-hmm. And they're drinking. Yeah, it's fun. Hey, you get some. You get your squats in. You know, you get your. They're drinking that IPA. In. By the way, while we're talking about San Diego, the shittiest brewery around, Carl Strauss Brewery. Uh, all their beers taste like uh, they, their beers always taste like they're trying to make something else and just miss. You know, it's always like a, it's, it's almost this kind of beer, but it doesn't quite work. That's how all of their beers. You just beers. miss, so it tastes like this. Is oh, what you're saying? there you go. I hate. Do you have a preferred? Do you have a preferred brewery, Mario? Uh, no, but or it's not. Drink what, much, whatever it is, it's not Carl Strauss. 
I'm, you know, I like the Mexican beers. I like the low hops, easy to drink. Give me like seven of them while I'm grilling. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your your Modelo, your Pacifico, any of those. I'll take any. Yeah, I'll take any. Pacifico's great. Throw a little, throw a little lime in there. You, got you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Corona, but they do make a low carb Corona, and it's not bad. So I mm. do like that one. That one's not bad. Coronas are my favorite beer to drink when I'm in the club. There you go. Because I don't have to worry oh. about spilling. Right. Also, you have a weapon if if shit goes down. <laughs> you have a weapon. <laughs> yeah, you have a weapon right in your hands. Uh, what in, when you're in the club? Are you wearing the UGG boots? What's no, going on? Not UGG boots in the club. <laughs> what's the yeah? What's the go-to attire when you hit in the club? Right now, in my 30s, if I go out dancing in the club, I probably will wear my Doc Martens. Oh, wow. I can't do the heels anymore. Hey, that's... You got to stomp a motherfucker. We get it. That's another thing that's made for white people that I embraced. I used to have Doc Martens. I wore Doc Martens for years and years and years. Shit. Those things are fucking indestructible. Right. Except my feet are... Now that I'm old and fat, my feet are too wide for them now. So it's a little sad. I can't wear... They don't have wide... They don't have, like, wider... No. Mm -mm. I don't think they sell them. Mm -mm. Yeah. Or you, just, or you commit to stretching them out. Yeah, which yeah, I'm, I'm too old for that shit. I'm too old for that. <laughs> no way. I want comfort. I don't care how... I've gotten to the point now where I don't care how ugly my shoes are as mm. long as I'm comfortable. You should see these things I just bought for work. They are hideous. But I'm like, <laughs> I don't care. No. They're comfy. Mm-hmm. You never thought about getting some custom shoes, you know? Custom shoes? Splurge. Custom some, shoes? I have a cobbler uh, makes some fresh custom shoes for you, you know? wants it cheap. Yeah, what do you think? I made of money? <laughs> All I heard was white privilege there, Jake. I'm <laughs> saying. Jesus, man. Jake not letting people know he's how half that, Mexican. How is that privilege one in some shoes that last you fucking forever, huh? <laughs> uh, what is... That's a great question. What pair of shoes do you have that have lasted you the longest? What, what, do you have a pair of shoes that have lasted you forever? I did have a pair of Doc Martens that I wore probably for about at least a decade. At least a decade. I mean, I still have my Doc Martens, but they're not worn. It looks like crazy. I keep a lot of my shoes. I just don't wear them that often. Yeah. Yeah. I have so many shoes. I don't wear any shoe that often. So most yeah. of my shoes are pretty old. <laughs> who has, okay. Who has more? Do you have more shoes or does Brent have more DVDs? Brent has more DVDs, but but <laughs> by but, but by how much? <laughs> a ridiculous <laughs> amount. Oh, okay, all right. I was telling Brent so much that it's a debate. <laughs> I was telling Brent, uh, you know, we should we should work on some side projects uh, because you know neither of us can sleep, and he's like, oh, and he was trying to get me to sleep more, and I was like, oh, that's too damn bad. Okay, because. <laughs> <laughs> he told me. <laughs> I was like, we gotta, we gotta work on some side hustles. There you go. We're gonna have like eight podcasts going at the same time. Hey, couple, a few more weeks. A few more weeks. Shh, don't ruin the surprise. What? Yeah. No surprise. Exactly. Oh, there you go. No surprise. Not the listening audience. No. Oh. Do they? No, I don't think so. Yeah, no surprises. Sh- Listeners, plug your ears. Yeah, plug, plug your ears. Your ears. I may edit that. I may not. <laughs> that, which means you won't. He's not going to edit. Yeah, edit. Which means no. Let's be honest. I did edit last week. I edited a huge chunk because uh, I was watching the computer to make sure everything was working. And I just was like, what did we talk about? And then I went back and listened. And I was like, no, we're not. This is not going <laughs> Quality. 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 All right. 
quality. What's that? Yeah, listen. It's it's the podcast that you listen to. It's all quality. So we we've got UGG boots and we've got uh, IPAs. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, mayonnaise. Uh, aioli. <laughs> aioli. I don't, aioli. I don't like aioli. aioli yes, go. mayonnaise. No, I know it's there essentially the same thing, but I'm bougie. <laughs> oh, aioli. also yeah, saying bougie. That's a white thing. Saying the word bougie. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is it a white mm-hmm. thing? I don't know. It, yeah. Is it? I don't know. I don't know about that. It comes from bourgeoisie, I think. Sounds like it. Right. They created it and they tried to fight against it. Right. Just like gentrification. <laughs> <laughs> they created it and they tried to fight against it. Well, that's the thing about that's the thing about the whites. There's so many that you get factions and they all like end up against each other. You know what I mean? Please the just white. leave us to our own you, devices. You get we'll that, you get that a little. You, you do get that in, a little bit in the Latino community, where certain certain people from certain countries will vote certain ways. And I'm not. I am not trying to call anyone out or cause any discourse. But there is. There are certain people from a certain area who live in a certain state that we mentioned earlier, and they all tend to vote one way, uh, even if it's against the best interests of all the other Latinos. But that's okay. You know, we just you know we pray for them, and uh, you know, hopefully they don't meet up with Anita in a club when she's got a Corona bottle in her in her hand. Damn, that's all Corona awesome. and some Doc Martens. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, you guys. All right. Listen, this has been great. Uh so next week our movie's gonna be Saving Private Ryan. And Exciting. We'll, it is, it is. You'll watch it. It's very you have you ever seen it, Anita? I've seen it. Oh. I just I'm not I just hate when movies are too long. I just don't. I'm I fall asleep very easily, so especially if I'm at home. Watch it Especially when you're, if you're laying in bed and it's nice. Saving Private yeah, Ryan is a is why a ride though. Get, watch when you're uh, just put it on the when you're on the treadmill or when you're doing your Zumba. I don't know. I do my Zumba on the Roomba. Yeah, Zumba. Yeah, Zumba. I'm gonna split it up into two days. I'll yeah, probably do, I do that yeah, sometimes. I do that sometimes. No oh, shame. I I know I did it for Lawrence of Arabia. No oh shame God. in your game. Like, that was a that was a three day <laughs> that was a three day venture with that one. No shame in your game, man. Anita, uh, Justine likes to watch it all at once while she's not really watching. Patrick's the one watching it, and, and uh, I always say, and now I'm saying Anita, and Justine just kind of sits there and, like, you know, she's doing other things. She's on the phone. She's playing Bejeweled 3. Bejeweled. She's playing Terrarium. How's that going, by the way, you guys? Terraria. How's that? How is that, guys? Good? Good. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. Anybody mm-hmm. is anybody playing uh, Jedi? The last the new Jedi Survivor game. Yeah, mm-hmm. I played a bit of it. It was fun. Was it fun? Mm-hmm. You, you played a bit it's of it. Pretty. Did you buy it? Yeah, I, I did. And then you you haven't even played it. I, I haven't finished it. I'm about halfway. Damn. Well, you said you played a bit of it. Like you're not really. Who's playing uh, Tears of the Kingdom? Anybody? No. No Zelda no. fans. I hear good things though. I'm shocked. I hear it's great. I'm shocked Patrick's not playing it. I was never uh, I was never uh, a big Zelda. Guy. I am a big Zelda fan, but I I have a problem with releasing a game that is literally just a DLC. I read Patrick after you called it that last time. I read a glowing review mm-hmm. of how great that game is. 
and it's I, and I've heard it's a great succession to it, but there's not like it's different in the sense that they've done some really creative things that I appreciate, right? Mm. But as a standalone game by itself, it's not much in the way of uh, a new story. This review, so not, this review disagreed. It disagreed, homeboy. Sorry yeah. to tell you, my personal opinion. So you, so you know, so you don't buy any of the Battlefield games. You don't buy any of the Call of Duty games. You don't buy any of the Assassin's Creed games. It's just the same thing, just slightly different. It's a different coat of paint. Next thing you say is what I thought. Okay. Patrick and Jake <laughs> antagonizing one another will never get old. Will never ever get old. away from that part of the conversation. It's one of my favorite pastimes. Part of that. Um, I will buy the same game over and over if it's entertaining enough. That is not. That is not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not a problem for me. Give me new locations. Give me new, new, new. Um, yeah, yeah. Because the formula is great. Yeah, okay. sometimes the formula is good, man. Yeah, you don't want it like, hey, man, Pokemon games. It's the same damn thing, just just different Pokemon. Is anyone still, still playing Pokemon Go? It? Is it is that still a thing? Are you guys still doing that? There's like a there was a like a resurgence of it not too long ago where people like jumped in and started playing again, but I haven't personally. It, it was probably all little kids, kids that were too little to play it when it was first popular, and now they're like, I yeah. have my own phone now. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to get kids out. Just go out and catch some Pokemon. I don't know. Do whatever you want. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh, Justine, you said you watched Ant Man Quantum Mania. Yes, sir. How was it? I enjoyed it. Yeah. I think uh I enjoyed it because I was at home watching it. <laughs> right. You would you, you wouldn't have enjoyed it that much in the theater? I don't think so, but it had like those good I don't want to say anything because it kind of I didn't know about it in the beginning and it happened and then I don't want to say anything. But it had some good surprises in there. All right. I was watching it last night because I it's on it's on Disney Plus now. And I missed it when I was in the theaters. And it, it felt okay. It felt like a really long episode of Doctor Who is what I said. But it feels okay watching it at home, right? Like, you're not right, mad. Right. How am I mad? <laughs> right. It's free. I'm sitting here watching it free. Yeah. free. <laughs> long episode of Doctor Who in a good way or in like uh, this no, I mean, wouldn't it's still, have been worth it in theaters kind of way. It's, I probably wouldn't have. I probably would have been annoyed if I saw it in the theater because it, it is a little. I'm glad I could get up, pause, walk around. Um, it does drag a bit. I, w- I did look at my watch a couple of times. At one point, I go, "Oh, this is almost over," and I paused it. And there was it was I was at fifty nine minutes, <laughs> and it's a two hour and seven minute movie. I was like, "Oh, oh yeah," I was like, "Oh yeah, this is almost done." There, oh yeah, they're about to get there. I just like I think everyone looks really good with their white hair. I think it looks really nice on them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer looks gorgeous. And, like, uh, Paul Rudd is also older, so you could see all those like little wrinkle things. Finally coming in, <laughs> finally yeah, coming all in. Of them. Mm-hmm. It looks really good. I thought it looked good on them. Like, wow, look at this! Look at this! Still a superhero. Yeah, he's Ant Man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did like the beginning when they were playing the theme from Welcome Back, Otter. That made me laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, that took me back to my childhood, but uh, yeah, man, I you know, it wasn't bad, it's just not great. It's like, it's look, we I've talked about it. I was glad to see Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and the part of the reason I liked it was because it was just kind of a self contained 
we're going to wrap this story up kind of thing. And they weren't trying to connect it to the greater multiverse thing. And so I was like, okay, good. Like this is, mm-hmm. that's I, what we, that's what we need. We don't need, yeah, we don't need a, yeah, we don't I've, need to connect everything to everything else. I felt like everything gave, um, you know, everything like we talked about end game just felt like the end. So everything now feels like a postscript. You know, although I liked the Black Panther two wrapped up like continued black the point like keep doing that, continue those stories the singular stories and you don't have to wrap everybody up. Spider Man uh, No Way Home was great because it was like it just took place. They used the multiverse to a point to bring everybody together, but it was like you know, it wasn't uh, you know, they weren't trying to connect it to a bigger universe. It was just like it just happened that they crossed over, which was nice. Mm. I like that. I like that. So, I mean, I've liked some of the Phase 4 movies, like Black Panther 2, I liked. I liked Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I liked Spider-Man. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I don't feel the need for them to connect anymore. Stop trying to make it happen. You already did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I want to talk to you after you watch it, because I don't want to ruin anything for you. I don't know how far you are. Okay. I'm at the, they're at the thing doing the thing. They're doing, like, the final battle. Okay. At the thing, doing the thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got his thing away, doing the thing. Uh, my friend at work uh, was eating something, and I said, what are you up to? And he said, I'm balls deep in the sandwich. And immediately, what did I start doing, Patrick? I'm talking about the balls deep. <laughs> I'm talking about balls deep in love. <laughs> what else are you guys watching? What else is out there? Uh, Max, HBO Max is now Max, which is confusing because Cinemax is Max. So I don't know. Am I getting Cinemax? Am I getting HBO? Nothing really even watching. I did see like a commercial though for um, Warrior on Max. Have you heard of it? Oh yeah. It didn't look bad. I was like, maybe I'll try and watch it. Is that the one with? I can't follow along though. I'm not watching. Wait, who's in it? I don't know who's in it. But it's about was it Bruce Lee? Or oh yeah, that? that's a great show. It's uh, I mean it's it's a great show. We're gonna have season three soon. So yeah, I, I was thinking about watching season one. I watched the first season. It's it's fun. It's, so it's basically the idea. It was an idea that Bruce Lee had for a show, and they stole it from him, and it became Kung Fu. Yeah, and it was about. But it's really, really. It's a good martial arts show. I don't know if it's a great TV show. It feels very CW or or like one of the lower end as far as like the budget as, but it's cool. There's a lot of cool. It's a great character, good martial arts, but it feels like a TV show. Do you know what I'm saying? Try it out. Give it a try. Not yeah, CW. Not CW as far as drama. I just mean CW as far as it doesn't have a big budget and it's very like, it's like, Hey, we're all going to, you're going to see a lot of the same locations over and over because this is the budget we have, you know? That kind of thing. Yeah. But I just it, sat through um, XO Kitty on Netflix. I don't know what that is. Did, did you ever oh, watch? How was it? It was okay. I had to get over her acting. It felt yeah. like, you know, she was the good little girl, so they had to keep her, and now she has a show, and you had to deal with what you have. <laughs> she didn't give me main character vibes right. from the other. Like, that's not something I would have wanted it, as honestly, a spinoff. It took a huge turn on episode six it's only 10 episodes but as soon as it hit the six because i kept stopping it and i was like i can't 
it's too kiddish. Her acting sucks, so it doesn't help. There, everyone's like the script. It was just, ugh. but by episode six, you're like, what the, what is happening? <laughs> it totally turns into like a Korean drama where there's so much happening, and I, I loved it after that. After that, I lived for it, but before, hated it. Mm-hmm. It's got an. So I gotta get through six episodes of bleh. Ugh, yeah. It's got well, an, the sixth episode is good, so five episodes of the. It's got an. Uh, uh, it's got a a an eighty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. They got they saved it at the end. They really really. This looks like a, it looks like a CW drama. Well, did you ever watch the movie? No. To all the boys I ever loved, or something like that. Mm, no. no. And then they did a sequel, which did really well. I don't think there was a third one, but now there's this show. After that one, okay. Oh, I see. Based off a book, but your um, your girls are Korean, so that's kind of nice. It was like a new change. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I'm gonna watch. Yeah. I'm not gonna watch it, but thank you for the review. You're not gonna watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'm never gonna watch it, but thanks for the. Review. But I appreciate you watch. I do. I appreciate you watching. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all about diversity. I just don't want to watch. Uh, I mean, I was ready to hate all over this until that episode. And I was like, you know what? Fun. Fun. Loved but it. Anita ma- mentioned something interesting about shows where um, like the, the, the main character doesn't give off that energy and the side characters are better. <clears throat> um, that's happened a few times. I felt like uh, people have told me the new girl is like that. Like, I've never watched it but people have told me that like zoe de chanel is like eh but all the side characters are great yeah the guys are funny and then her friend is is cool yeah mm-hmm. and i felt that way when i watched community i thought like the two main characters were just boring and then all the side characters were really great so i used to like to watch that because of the side characters but that happens sometimes that happens sometimes people get shown up by the side character what about cheers did you like sam or no oh yeah yeah yeah. sam was a you know he was a big part i mean but those side characters were so good that it was like you wanted to see everybody that's a good ensemble cast Mm -hmm. i feel like everybody's good in the cast you know that happens sometimes that you know Mm -hmm. i felt like in arrested development i felt like jason bateman had to be the straight man but all the side characters were funny but that was he was supposed to be that way because he's the straight. I mean, Jason also played like he was also kind of stupid too. Which... Right, sometimes, yeah, yeah, it, it was, yeah. yeah, which was good. <laughs> that was written very well. So, yeah, sometimes you get those shows where like the side characters are better. Uh, you know, uh, the thing that got the thing is not getting great reviews, and I could kind of tell by the trailer, even though I was hoping for the best, is the uh, Indiana Jones, uh, the new Indiana. Yeah, is it already out? It comes out at the end of the, at the end of June, but it it, it released in. They released it at Con, the Con Film Festival, so people have reviewed it. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they all say Harrison Ford is great, but the movie is eh. And uh, they said there's way too much CGI, which I was afraid of. Sounds like the Crystal Skull. Oh, like the aliens. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait. You know, you could see in the you could see in the trailer some of the stuff. Well, there's a whole thing where they de-age Harrison Ford, and that always looks creepy. And then you know, I don't know. I'm not into the digital de-aging thing. It just doesn't. It, it doesn't work for me. You know, but whatever. They're getting pretty good with um, like the AI, yeah, like the deep fake technology. Oh, They're getting, yeah. it's getting better, but you keep can still words. tell. And, you know, keep that out of our mouth. We don't talk about AI here. Hey, we don't. <laughs> we don't. This whole show is going to be AI. Yeah. Don't 
don't joke about that. That's not. They can write papers for you now. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break on that high note of of, of sad Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah, you just. <laughs> And we're we're gonna we're gonna take a quick Let's break. reset. And when we come back, we're gonna talk about Rush Hour, someone you can never replace with CGI, uh, Jackie Chan. We'll be right back after these messages. Welcome back to Superiority Complex. I did not use the restroom uh, during the break, so this next portion may go very quickly. Just realize it. I just started. I don't know why. Uh, we had time. I could have just paused at any time and started back up, but nope. I uh, just decided that uh, we're, we're, we're wrong. We're, it's go time. Go time. Welcome back, everybody. How was everybody's break? Great. Yeah. yeah uh, good. Anita gave me a funny story in the break about uh, my fellow Dodger fans. <laughs> Dodger fans, please, please know you're not only representing a team, you're representing an entire ethnicity, and you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, guys. Please keep that. Please keep it. Please keep it clean. All right. Keep it clean. Uh, keep your house in order, as they say. Um, all right, guys, it's time to talk about uh, one of the all-time great uh, moments in uh, cinema history. Uh, I don't know who decided that this was going to be a comedy pairing, but uh, God bless them. Uh, I'm sure I didn't research the history. Uh, one of the all-time great uh, comedy teams, there are, of course, Abbott and Costello, Martin and Lewis, <laughs> right? Uh, Harold and Kumar. But, uh, I mean, among them, among those luminaries, uh, stands the comedy duo of Chris Tucker and uh, Jackie Chan. And, of course, uh, this is their first pairing uh, way back in 1999 uh, with Rush Hour. So why don't you take it away, Patrick, and tell us all about it. Rush Hour released September 18th, 1998. Oh, it was 98. Uh, sorry. sorry, sorry. Got a 7 out of 10 on IMDb, a 62% on Rotten Tomatoes, directed by Brett Rather, with, Rathner, excuse me, with a budget of $33 million gross worldwide. What? Who's going to start? You said $33 million? Budget, yes, thirty-three million. A hundred. Anita says a hundred. Justine. Two forty. Two forty. Jake. I'm gonna. I feel like this got more popular when it came to like VHS. So I'm gonna say like a seventy. I'm gonna say I want to say like right in the neighborhood of like one thirty. Uh, at just short of four million dollars, Justine two hundred and forty-four point seven million dollars. This was a massive box office success. It was the peak of the nineties when action movies were crazy popular. Shit's hitting the fan, and everybody's like, "I love action. Let's get crazy." (laughs) Okay, this is from uh, Leonard Balton's twenty fifteen movie guide. Rush Hour, nineteen ninety eight. Enjoyable action, no brainer, with Hong Kong detective Chan coming to L.A. to help his friend, the Chinese consul, rescue his kidnapped daughter. The FBI doesn't want an outsider on the case, however, so they give him uh, to the to cocky L.A. cop. Uh, Tucker to babysit combination of buddy movie fish out of water comedy 
An urban action thriller works well if you don't demand a lot of logic. Followed by two sequels. What do you think, old uh, Lendermong, on a scale of one to four, one to four stars? And remember, he does give halves. What do you guys think he rated it? I think he'd probably give it like a three and a half. Three, three and a half? Okay. Uh, That's what I'm thinking. That's three, what I'm thinking. Three and a half? I'm going three. All right. Three. Uh, uh, three it is. He gave it three stars. Uh, okay. Three stars. Okay, okay. By the way, this movie, 98 minutes long. I sat down last night. My wife and I started to watch it, and then she went to bed, and then I stayed up and sleeved my Star Wars deck builder cards. Uh, oh, so it. satisfying. Oh, it was very nice. I very, very quickly, mm-hmm. but boy, this movie moved so fast because I was kind of, you know, doing it. It was, I was like, Are what? you telling me this comedy was the perfect 90 minutes? It's 98 minutes. Was, 98. Well, you know, well, they would. Yeah, that seems close enough. But if yeah. you give me the other eight minutes of that little girl singing Mariah Carey uh, in the car, yeah. I'd be fine with that. That's. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, Justine. That little girl is my age. Is she? And she's 11 years old in this film. Wow, Justine. That's what you look like when this movie came out. So you're wondering. Ca- I specifically told my sister, where are my pictures from this year? Because I know they're going to say something and I need to have a picture. But I, didn't, I forgot to go. I had an um, optometrist appointment. But well, send them to us and put, a, put them up on the, on the soup complex. I will find my picture because I was in sixth grade at the time. Oh, my God. I feel like wow. you would have kicked somebody in the motorcycle helmet if they tried to. Dude, tried to she abduct- was fighting, right? Yeah, that was great. Kid she was a, did not stop. Kid was. She did not. She did not forget how to do her punches and eye gouges. Right. Man. That's right. Mm-hmm. That is right. So rush hour. I actually was old enough to see this in the theater. Could not wait. I was a huge Jackie Chan fan. Still am a huge fan. So that, and uh, this movie did not disappoint. It made me laugh my head off. Uh, so yeah, uh, good old. Good old uh, Jackie Chan. Uh, so yeah, I uh, let's talk about it. Anita, you were super pumped to see Rush Hour. Tell us about your first experience with it. What uh, what was it all about? Uh, you know, when did you first discover this movie? I'm not gonna lie, I don't have the mental capacity to remember when I first watched this. <laughs> I don't remember when I first watched most movies. So. That's such a big part of what we talk about here. Like I what know. these the effect these movies when have. When I listen on. to you guys talk about, it, you're like, oh yeah, I watched it on this day in this room. I'm like, how do you even remember that? Like, there's no way. We're still friends. I don't even remember my favorite movies where I watched them. I'm just like, I, I just went and watched this. it. What do you mean? <laughs> But I do love this movie. I've watched it like multiple times. Me and my cousin watch Rush Hour and the second one a lot as kids because we just thought it was hilarious. Right. Um, I don't know. I just I just think this movie is so fun, and it's it has a good balance of action and comedy. Um, It's corny, and Chris Tucker is ridiculous, but he overacts to perfection like right. it's just it's, so it's good it's, it just makes me laugh um, the little girl is even though her part is small I just still like love her character and I'm like no save her like I'm like want I'm like rooting for them to get to her the whole time right and she does sell uh, it like like some kid actors are, are bad but at the end when she's got the vest on you really do buy that she's terrified. You really do. Yeah, buy press it. the fucking button. Yeah. Press the damn button. Yes, 
<laughs> Straight up badass. <laughs> She's so good. Like everyone is perfectly casted in this. Right. It's, I didn't for some reason I didn't remember that last part when um Chris Tucker was like they were like, Oh yeah, when you get back, we'll have you be a part of the FBI and then you come back and then he's basically like, No, F you like <laughs> and I did it for some reason. I never remembered that part, but it was it was funny. I was like, oh, that was like a nice turnaround of him because it still had that little bit of emotional part when he uh, when he was on the plane talking with Jackie Chan about his father and like. Right. I was just like, oh, that was like a cute, touching moment, but it was wasn't overdone. I didn't try to make it like too emotional, but it like gave their character like a little bit more development, and then him like owning it, like, no, I'm LAPD. Like, right. 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 And I just, I thought it was, I just love that movie. It just makes me laugh. And it's just a good watch that you could put on. It's the perfect length. It's not too long. It's not too short. That's what she said. But they, you know, they, um, (laughs) there's good chemistry with, in spite of the language barrier, obviously in spite of the language Mm -hmm. barrier, that, you know, Chris Tucker and uh, Jackie Chan do have good chemistry and they work well with each other. And that's, that's part of what makes it work, you know. Yeah. You, you, and you can see that in the end in the bloopers too when they're <laughs> oh yeah the bloopers are great the, the bloopers are great and you can see that they just like got along so well right um this is one of the few movies where um the the use of the n-word does not freak me out it's done in a way where you just know that he's like it's like it said it's like a fish out of water where you're just like oh Oh shit! Like you know what's gonna happen, and the way that whole, that whole se- <laughs> yeah, that whole sequence, like that whole sequence, is just shot in a way, like that whole. It's the typical Jackie Chan. Every movie has to have a scene where he's like, "Please, I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight." And I thought that was like the one movie yeah. where it makes sense. I thought that was like the one movie where you could do that, have that Jackie Chan sequence, and it makes total sense. So, um, I get I, this movie for me. Um, it was. It's a great way to introduce Jackie Chan to people who aren't into Jackie Chan, and if you don't like Jackie Chan, then you just have Chris Tucker's comedy, which is like this is. For me, this is the opposite of of what do we watch? Fifth Element, where I love every moment. Mm. Like I don't get enough Chris Tucker in this movie. I want. Yeah, in Fifth Element, you're ready for him to stop. Yeah, like, Fifth Element. That's, like, to me, that's where the overacting did not land at all like it was just, it was too much right because it didn't fit with the rest of the movie here it's perfect uh i love the whole thing where my favorite thing is where he's trying to act like he's roughing up the guy and it turns out to be his cousin and then <laughs> and his first question is thanksgiving <laughs> his, yeah his first question is how come you didn't go to church on sunday and he, <laughs> He's like, he's like, I made that night service though. That always I mean, makes me. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> it's so true. That always makes me laugh. Uh, and then poor Aunt Bootsy. Don't bring Aunt Bootsy into this. Uh, <laughs> all right, you guys. I'm gonna give this one. Oh, we have to keep going. Justine, you really gotta go, don't you? No, I'm just kidding. Justine, what, <laughs> Justine, are you ready? Yeah. What do you think of this movie? Um. Rewatching it was okay, but I did love it when it first came out because I remember going to school and like everyone quotes this movie up to this day. Everyone quotes this movie if you're like around our age, right? right? Because, but um, 
do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? All the time, right? <laughs> punk bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm no punk bitch. <laughs> Everyone knows the scene when she's singing in the car. And because I'm an Asian girl, I probably hear that all the freaking time. Really? I hear yeah. it all the time, yeah. People just ask you if you like to sing Mariah Carey in the backseat. No, whenever I know Rush Hour gets brought up, they're like, oh, you're like the girl in the garden singing. I'm so smart. <laughs> do you do people tell you you look like that girl? I know. Um, no, it's just when people are trying to be a little more racist. I was gonna say that's racist. That they're trying to be low-key racist. <laughs> Is that joke or like, oh, you must love Mulan. <laughs> wow, people just say that's that to racist. you? Oh yeah. You should have been like, I'm I'm Filipino. Wait, wait, wait. And then you go, they're white, right? Like, well, I mean, <laughs> they just group all of us together, right? Or do people ever ask you, oh, what are you? Where are you from? What? Oh, yeah. I go from Diamond America? Bar. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen the video? No, but like, where are you from? Like, it's <laughs> so bad. Have you ever seen that video? It's, it's on YouTube. It's like a, It's like an Asian woman, and she's jogging, and there's like a white guy, and she's like, oh, my God. She's like, um, hope you don't mind me saying this, but you're so exotic. And he's like, uh, thank you. And she's like, where are you from? And he's like, uh, I don't remember. He says something like uh, Canoga Park or something. And she's like, no, no, no. But where are you from? And he's like, what do you mean? And then she's like, he's like, uh, oh, I, I, he's like, my, well, my family's from England and Scotland. She's like, oh, yeah, I can see it. I can see it. It's so good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's totally good. I, like, it's so it good all. when it's flipped on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh -huh, no, exactly. but, no, but where are you from? You're really exotic looking. People just straight up ask you that? Where I'm from? Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I would say, I will say this. Uh, whenever I watch Parks and Rec and um, and Amy Poehler refers to Rashida Jones as ethnically ambiguous, I always yeah. crack up. She's like, yeah. oh, my ethnically ambiguous <laughs> so friend. Um, I feel like you could be ethnically, ethnically ambiguous. Uh, just mm -hmm. I, feel like, I feel like you could pass for... Like if if you told me like hey it, does, it really depends who I'm hanging out with right what it, group I'm with <laughs> like it, yeah if you came over and hung out with my family people would just probably assume you're 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 Latina yeah. you know mm -hmm. yeah. I mean yeah. that's cool I guess but it does invite <laughs> I think it's I think more that that's the kind of racism where people are unintentional they're just trying to be nice and like it's like my slight it's my slight trauma with rush hour is this girl singing and then if people are trying to associate me with something it's that little girl really i would have never i hear all the time that and what winnie from uh good days or um wonder years you do kind of look like i do see winnie that whoa, that whoa, winnie cooper whoa, whoa. but i already told you those are my those are like the old white guys say that to me all the time oh yeah i could see people saying winnie cooper but not I mean, I mean, the older, the older crowd says that to me. They're like, "Has anyone ever told you you look like Winnie?" I'm like, uh, "Not really." And then they all, then they all say, "I had such a crush on her when I was a kid." And, then, and then you're all, uh, "I have a boyfriend." Sorry, excuse me, I just threw up. <laughs> Yo, I have a boyfriend, and I'm because of the stereotype. He's white, so. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? If I date, if I I only dated one Filipino, but if I ever date a Filipino, it's it would just feel like I'm with a cousin. I just can't do it. Nope. Listen, I sold out on my people too, and yeah, you're right. It's always like I had <laughs> That's two. That's right. <laughs> I had so many. I had so many cousins that were girls that any girl that was Latina would always remind me in some way of one of my relatives and be like, yep. "I'm out. 
I am yeah. out. Can't do it. Mm-mm. That's how I feel. I'm yeah. Like, no. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, but this movie was funny when it first came out. I loved it a lot. Um, at this time around, it's like I was watching it. I'm like, oh yeah, like here's all the quotes, and you already know it. So it wasn't like, I don't know. I just I couldn't really see it as like a new movie, and it was first time watch. It was yeah. I was like I was, yeah. I was a little over it, but. But it was nice that everyone around me was laughing when they watched it. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. It still holds up. The comedy still holds up. Uh, my biggest complaint with this is that it doesn't, when you, you know, we've watched enough Jackie Chan movies that were shot in Hong Kong to know that Hong Kong just does, they just do those action sequences a lot better. Like the fight scenes and stuff are a lot more clear. I feel like Jackie Chan has stuff to do, but not quite enough to really show. Yeah. He like Americanized this film. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, it doesn't give him, and that's the problem with all the American Jackie Chan movies. You really don't get to see him do what he does in Hong Kong. But um, he gets to be funny, and you know he's charming in his own way. Um, I mean, the scene where he's trying to sing him to sing, get him to sing "War," is like that's right. That's like a classic scene. So yeah, mm-hmm. and, and the Jack- whole little head movement, everyone's about. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a thing. <laughs> I forgot in the preview when he does when he does the whole thing in the car. I think the song that's playing is Flashlight. And I remember being disappointed that that wasn't the song in the Flashlight by mm-hmm. Parliament. I think that was the song. And, yeah, yeah. And then they changed it. But um, um, yeah, there's enough there that it's, uh, and you know what? And, and yeah, there's a lot of like, you just, some of the stuff Chris, Chris Tucker says, you're like, oh yeah, maybe that's a little, uh, oh, maybe, maybe that's a little problematic <laughs> now, like Panda Express and all that stuff. Yeah. But it works. It works in the context of the story, and it works in the context of the character of Chris Tucker. And it's like mm-hmm. one of those things where, by the end of the movie, he's not. You know, they they develop a, a bond, so you kind of go with it. Like you kind of, you just kind of go with it. But you're 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 still going, man. They were still making these jokes in 1998, where it's like the cusp of the. Yeah, I was telling the, Patrick like he handcuffs him, and he goes, "Whoa!" Yeah. Like, oh <laughs> it's like a little comment, but I mean, right, right. <laughs> Back then, it was fine. <laughs> right. But I mean, let's let's really uh, let's. Plus, let's... there wasn't a lot of Asian movies, anyways, out. Right. But so I mean. <laughs> but let's uh, take it. Let's let's take it with a grain of salt, and let's let's really focus on the thing that Patrick brought up. The ultimate bad guy, you guys, is the white. Yes, colonizer. the white colonizer. So it all works out. It all. He made all of his money off of the treasures of another country that right. he absconded with and collected. Right. And then after that, to make more money, he kidnaps the f- child of his so-called friend and does horrible things. Right. Who'd you kidnap? Chelsea Kilt- Clinton? <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the, one of my most, the, the most underrated jokes in the whole movie is when he asked, do you want any fives with that? That to me is like a brilliant, Get it. Oh yeah, when he's doing the ransom mm-hmm. money. Do you want mm-hmm. to get it? Twenty million, twenty twenty million ten. Twenty mm-hmm. fives. Yeah. Uh Patrick, rush hour. Uh, uh this is a classic. It is the uh perfect uh runtime uh at ninety eight minutes. I think that not a minute's wasted. Uh some of the scenes are a little as this movie ages are a little problematic as it goes, but it's not to the point that it's blatantly offensive. Uh, it's more of, you know, a, a miscommunication in cultures than anything else, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It has some great fight scenes. Yes, they're not as good as um, 
you know, like the Jackie Chan movies, uh, the original ones. But I mean, even that pool hall scene is, is an amazing fight scene. Yes. Uh, and just how ridiculous it is. And you still get crazy stunts like him sliding down the banister. Like, that's that's pretty nuts. You don't see that that often. Right. <laughs> or just little tricks like him running up the wall or getting out of the yeah. getting out of the handcuffs or, you know, the whole thing with the Jumping steering off wheel. The bus. Right. Yeah. Jumping off the Hollywood sign. I was like, is that real? Did he really do that? <laughs> I was watching that too. Probably. But I mean, it's definitely like the relationship between the two of them is really what makes this movie for sure. Right. The chemistry. Yeah. Without that, it's a totally different movie. Um, I think that Chris Tucker is a solid choice uh, to go uh, side by side with Jackie Chan. Mm-hmm. But I enjoy it. Okay. Jake, our resident comedy expert. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Love this movie. It's great. Fantastic. Um, yeah, I think Chris Tucker's uh, style of overacting plays really well with Jackie Chan's more. Well, he does more physical comedy, but he tends to overact as well. So I thought they were a great pair. I always love watching them on screen, especially at the other. The later movies are great as well. But um, yeah, not as much not as much kung fu as his as his other stuff. But there was a scene where he was they were trying to find. Um, it was when they went into the uh, like the restaurant when there was the fight up top or oh, the yeah. fight in the office. Yes. They did a little thing where they were trying to hit the person on either side and they grabbed each other and they did like a little like oh. a little flying kick or a little jump kick. I thought that looked really cool. That was a lot of fun. Right. But yeah, just uh, Chris Tucker's so funny. When he's shooting the guy and like towards the, in the beginning where he's driving away and he has like that little the my, Michael, <laughs> Oh yeah, they, 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 they play the music from Captain EO. Uh, mm-hmm. that was the that was the exit music from Captain EO, which made me laugh in uh, the theater when he does the Michael Jackson. I could just I just think that's I think that was an ad lib and he Chris Tucker would have just done that. I think I saw that that's what got him on the um his music video, Michael Jackson's music video, remember? You rock my world. Uh, that's right. Mm, but yes. Mm. Great movie. I have, I always have a lot of fun with this. Mm-hmm. I'm still I'm not gonna lie, I'm still reeling. I'm staring at Justine and going, do fucking people really say this kind of stuff? Like I really can't believe it. I can't I mean I know it. We've all 2023. 2023. Sorry, sorry, Justine. I'm sorry this has happened to you. I mean, the Winnie Cooper, I feel, is less offensive because it's not technically like it's a specific person. Yeah, it has nothing. It has nothing to do with. But for this one, it's like just an Asian girl. Yeah, right. It had like the Winnie Cooper thing is like, yeah, you kind of resemble somebody that was on a TV show. I said. If I said, like, oh, yeah, I like Rush Hour, they're like, yeah, you're like that little girl from Rush Hour. And you're like, okay, cool. Why is Thanks. That? I don't even understand why they think that. Why? What? Because you're Asian? Yeah. Because that's, that's mm-hmm. the Asian thing they know. <laughs> that's like if, if, if you met me, I told you I was Latino, and somebody said, oh, yeah, you remind me of American me. I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> why did you say that? <laughs> like, if you were a girl, and you're like, oh, you're, you're like Selena. <laughs> Right, yeah, it's like, oh, okay, I guess. Yeah, like I that guess. guy from La Bamba, yeah, that yeah. was a good movie, that's great. Oh, yeah, oh, I'm Mexican, oh, I love La Bamba, yeah, like, yeah, that kind of, like, yeah, I guess it's that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Right, right, uh, yeah, I don't know, that's weird, that is weird, Justine, you really got me, I never would have made that connection, I just, I Mm-mm. never would have, 
Like, yeah, it's, do, do people your age do it? Like, I could see when you were 11, maybe somebody saying, I haven't seen what you look like, but if somebody said, like, you know, some kid, dumb kid at school is like, hey, you look like um, a kid in my Russia. Age, it just depends. It depends. If it's like a white guy, probably. You should just say, you. I, it, would it be more of a compliment if they said you sing like the girl in Rush Hour? Like, would that be more of a compliment? Like, you sing. No, because like you know that they're talking about that. Song. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh. <laughs> I feel like that would be more of a dig. It's like, yeah, you sound like an 11 year old girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that scene always does make me laugh, though. In the theater, I remember in the theater, that got mm -hmm. a huge, that was a huge laugh in the theater, that little scene, because you weren't expecting it. And, yeah. uh, you know, Mariah Carey was at the top of her game at this time. Oh, yeah, she totally was. <laughs> uh, what it happened? Me a lot when I was little. Poor Mariah, now she's just known for the, the Christmas song. Now everybody just kind of remembers the Christmas she's song. She's making bank off that Christmas Excuse song. Excuse me. <laughs> no, I feel, like the, I feel like the younger generations don't embrace. If that was the only song she put out, she would be fucking uh, well off. I feel like the younger generations don't embrace Mariah. Like, you know, I think maybe your generation was the last generation to embrace Mariah. I don't think these I like her Heartbreak album. And then after that, I didn't really listen. Okay. Uh, Mariah or Beyonce? Mariah. Mariah. Mariah or what? Mariah or Rihanna? Free me. Mariah. <laughs> uh, Mariah or Adele? Mariah. 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 I think they all stem from Mariah. So Mariah or Lady Gaga? Mariah. Mariah. Mariah or Taylor Swift? Ew. What is wrong uh, with you? Are you no, going to say that comparison? Mariah, Mariah or the Spice Girls? Ooh. Ooh Mariah. Mariah. I would go to Mariah concert. My only problem is, is her singing voice is like not the same. Oh, no. You know what? That's the problem with hitting. She used to hit those high, high notes. And as you get older, too, yeah. yeah, as you get older, your voice gets deeper. So that happens, with a, that happens yeah. with a lot of singers. Able, like, I used to be able to handle like singing with her songs. Now I'm like, what the, what is happening? Right. <laughs> your voice gets deeper. It's all the smoking, Justine. It's all the smoking. Because you're, I gotta stop that. It's because you're Asian. You smoke a lot. <laughs> While you're playing Mahjong, you just sit there, and like, <laughs> <laughs> you sit there chain smoking and playing Mahjong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, she does play a lot of Mahjong. Do you? Yes. Some stereotypes are real. Yep, some are real. Like, if you give me a plate of tacos right now, I'm not going to say no. Oh, yeah, but nobody wants to know that shit. <laughs> I'm not, not going to say no, you guys. I don't care how much of a stereotype I look like. Tacos are delicious. Beans and rice? Yeah, hell yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm hungry now. All right. Does any, have any, anyone have any final thoughts on Rush Hour? Favorite scene? Something we didn't cover? The bloopers are great. Uh... All the bloopers of Gefelta fish. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of this movie, there's just a lot of really nice moments from, you know, the bar fight scene to uh, when he finally makes it to the consulate to when he's dealing with the, when Chris Tucker's dealing with the guy who's selling C4. Right. At the intro of the movie. Like, there's mm -hmm. just a lot of really nice moments that That's, work really uh, well. The late Chris Penn, uh, Sean Penn's uh, brother. Mm -hmm. And let's not yeah. forget uh, uh, the, the the woman from La Bamba is the is the is the bomb squad Partner? girl bomb mm -hmm. squad girl um show some really real growth when he uh calls her up says he's sorry and he's yeah there's some growth and then and then goes right back her, saying you know, what color panties you got on so 
You know, <laughs> and there it is. I love that they kind of, re- yeah, they kind of go, oh, there he is. Yep, there he's and still. There he is. And it. he's okay. still the same. Um, yeah, cool. One of my, my brother always laughed at the way uh, Chris Tucker said when the, I love the captain because it's it's like not a typical captain, right? Like, uh, where, you know, uh, and he says, uh, they are, he already knows he's going to ship him off to the FBI. My brother always laughed at the way he goes, he goes, uh, he goes. I'm just glad the captain says something like, "I'm just glad there's somebody out there that that knows that that how to show the public that we still like to blow shit up." And Chris Tucker says, "You're goddamn right." The way he would like grit his teeth, my brother just thought that was like the funniest, <laughs> like the funniest thing. Um, Chris, I don't, I wouldn't say he's overacting. He's just very big. He's just very yeah, big and very broad. He, I don't mm. think he's over. I think he's just playing himself. Really, is what it is. I think he's just playing himself and. I like it. It works in this whole trilogy. It works. So, has he ever played like a serious dramatic? Role? No, Mm-mm. he had that little tiny role in um, in um, uh, what did we just watch? What did we? Friday. Do? No, 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 no. Uh, I don't remember him in anything. What did we just hold watch? On. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Fifth Element. Straight. Oh, it's not a tiny straight. role. Oh, somebody said he's in air. Is that true? Apparently. Yeah. Maybe. I'm not sure. Apparently he's in here. He's he's Howard White. Whoa. Jackie Brown. He was in the he was the guy that gets killed in the trunk in Jackie Brown. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he huh? was he was in it for like he was in it for like five minutes. So that's the closest I think to a but he's kind of still playing the same kind of character. Yeah, he's still mm-hmm. playing the same kind of character. Yeah. But uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's done any dramatic stuff. But he boy, he like he made these movies and made his money and then he did not make an appearance for years. He could have just ridden that wave, you know. Jackie Chen was always gonna keep going, doing what Jackie Chen does. But it was it's funny, he took that he he got that money and was like, Nope. Um kind of smart, honestly. He's done a couple things here and there in between. He did Silver Lining Playbook, uh, Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk. What does that mean? But I mean, he didn't. 20. He didn't have like a comedy movie career like Kevin Hart or you know some you know like, like other comedians that like make get like a, a role and just take off with it. You know. So, that's all I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I love Chris Tucker though. He's hilarious. He is. He is. Uh, Dude, he would just be a lot of fun to be around, you know? I mean, look just at his, time. just look at the movies. If you look at just, just Friday and the Rush Hour franchise. That's all you need. His legacy is, and then he didn't even come back for the, he wouldn't come back for the, for the Friday sequels. No, yeah. He was too big. Say like, nope. Mm-hmm. All right. Dead bucket. Let's rank it. Where did Justine go? We got to rank this stuff. Uh, she gives it an eight. What, is she okay? Oh, they're making a Rush Hour four. Are they? Really? There's talk about that it a lot. It says in development. <gasps> oh, it's in development, which means they haven't. Oh, that means they're just. That means this is just a. If it's in production, then yeah, that's what you want. Uh, in development means they probably even haven't. They're just writing scripts and just script saying, yet, "Hey, yeah. we'll do another one," but nothing's happening. That'd be great, though. Oh, okay. I'm down. I don't, I don't care how old Jackie Chan is. Old. How old is Jackie Chan? Though? Sorry, I interrupted. Seven. No, it's fine. It was pertinent information. It's got to be seventies. He's in his seventies. Is everything okay with Justine? Yeah, she's good. 
Let's look up. How old is Jackie Chan? 69 years old. Born April 7th, 1954. Wow. God bless him. All right. Uh, Anita? Anita Applebaum? I will say, I had this movie at a seven and a half when I first checked my rating on it. Mm-hmm. And I give it an eight. It's my girl. Good job. Justine said an eight? Yeah, she said an eight. Is she okay? Yeah, she's okay. Did we make too many racist comments about her looking like no. a Winnie Cooper? No. Mario, you offended her. Uh, that's okay. I've done it. It mm-hmm. won't be the first time. Hey, like uh, what's his name says in, in uh, like Bob says in uh, La Bamba. It's not my first time or my last. Won't be the last. Yeah. Uh, handsome Dan Handsome, Jake. I'm going to give this a nine. Wow, a nine. Mm-hmm. Patrick? I think an eight is pretty solid. All right. All right. I'm going to give it a seven. A seven? Mm-hmm. We had the spread. Yeah. Why, Anita, why are you looking at me like that? I don't appreciate that. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of both guys, but I feel like this movie could have been better. I, and it has most to do, it's mostly, it's nothing to do with the performances. It, has, a plot. it, it has most, most of it has to do with the directing. I don't think mm, Brad Ratner okay. was the right director to do this. I mm. think that, I think he did the comedy scenes well, but the action scenes are just kind of middling for, you, have do you Jackie, think he just didn't know how to use, how to right, utilize Jackie? Right, right, right. You know, know that's, I'll tell you what, Jackie Chan is very picky about who he wants to work with. And the fact mm. that he wasn't working with his own stunt team, and the, the scene in the pool hall ends up being the best fight scene really says something about that. Be, about the are team. we going to do the second one? Yeah, we are. We're going to do the whole trilogy. Okay. The fight scenes in that one are a lot better. Yeah, we're going to do mm-hmm. the whole trilogy. We're going to do the whole trilogy. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, I feel like this one did not make enough use of Jackie Chan. And, um, mm-hmm. and I felt like that last sequence was funny, but it could have been better. That whole shootout in the convention center. Mm-hmm. Could have could have been could have been a yeah little bit better. Right. it could have been a little bit better it didn't it didn't quite the you know the the best moments are earlier in the movie and so you want a, you want a good finale you know you think it's just because he's an American director and just, just right they, they, in American, maybe doesn't fully understand like what Jackie's capable of or maybe was like uncomfortable being putting him in those situations right. because of American filmmaking the best directors let yeah. Jackie Chan direct the action scenes and they just do everything else you know yeah. So the best movies turn out that way. So, um, yeah, I, it's not that it's bad. And it's also, he's a little older. I, you know, I understand he's a little bit older. Here. So he's not as fast as he was, you know, and like Rumble in the Bronx and all that stuff. But um, could have been done better. That You know, the part that does make me laugh at the end is when he does all goes through all the trouble to save that vase and then it gets shot and he just goes, shit. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this, I mean, the comedy, that's the only, that's my only knock. It has nothing to do with Jackie Chan or Chris Tucker. You know what I'm saying? I could have been, you I felt like it could have been directed better. I feel, yeah, I feel like, no. but, yeah, I feel like, yeah. So that's it. So I, I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to explain that to Anita cause she was really looking judgmental at me. I think mm-hmm. she was expecting me to really love, and I do, I love this movie, but it's always sad cause you're like, ah, that could have been better. Ah, it could have been better. That's the curse of having yeah, seen that's the problem with having me on here that judge. No, that's the curse of having seen that's the curse of see, having seen all the Jackie Chan movies. You know, like mm. you know you're what spoiled. I mean? You were spoiled. You're spoiled. You're spoiled. And you're like, you want to yeah. see more of that. You're like, I want the comedy, but I also want a really good, you know, finale where 
but so you know once they you know once you get a lot of guns into it it just kind of takes away the, in the in all the Jackie Chan movies there's always a way where like some, somehow he doesn't have a gun or something like that and then and this whole movie he's really bad with guns yeah <laughs> he, is, he is bad with guns uh oh hi Justine we were hoping you would be here for the finale because uh you gave it an eight buddy I did okay yes. is that high what did you guys do I, I got in trouble with giving it a seven. I gave it the lowest score, the seven. But I gave it, but I explained that it's because I don't like the way the action scenes were directed. Except for the pool hall scene. I don't really. But that's my fault. Mm. That's just me being spoiled. By, mm. other, ja by other Jackie Chan films. Mm -hmm. <laughs> other than that. I mean, the comedy, it's a 10. As a comedy, it's a 10. But as a as a yeah. whole, you know, it's a seven. Love it's you. right around that ninety minute mark. Yeah, it, it, it hits all you, the you, your story you get out. It right. hits all the right. sweet spots. It's uh it's perfect length, uh, good chemistry, all that Thank stuff. You. Anita, what are those what are those balloons back there? Is that from your birthday last week? Oh yeah. How was your birthday? Mm. It was good. Yeah. It was very mellow. Yeah. What'd I you went do? to a drag show. Uh huh. Ooh, Ooh, fun. Ooh, love fun. that. How many kids Where were there? <laughs> Did you see the youths of America yeah, being yeah. corrupted many, as the kids? Republicans seem to think? How many kids oh, were there? Four, yeah. four children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where'd you go? Um, executive suites. It was my first time there in oh. Long Beach. Oh. Yeah, I've never been there. It's very, very small. Very, very small gay bar, but it was nice. Was the there people a, that worked there were very nice. Was there a performer named Landon Sider there? Was there a performer named Landon Sider? No. Okay. Delta hosted, and then um, uh, Twiggy Warhol, a.k.a. my best friend's brother, performed oh, as well. Oh, nice. Okay. Nice. All right. Uh, it. it was it. a good time. Good time? It was a good time. Right. I had a shot through a syringe. Whoa! Oh, <laughs> did it break? Did it break the skin? Uh -huh. No, I'm saying I'm serious. I'd be worried. Oh. Be like, please don't, please don't give me a shot. I hate needles, so I'd be like, ah. Uh. Yeah, it was like a Jello shot. The lady, no, that took, like the lady that took my blood yesterday. I didn't look the whole time. She was so good. I thought she was still like get everything ready, and then she unwrapped my arm. She's like, "You're done." I was like, "What?" She's like, yeah, you're done. I was like, please give me your name and the days you work because next time <laughs> I want to come back and only see you. Uh, I used to not, you, needles used to not bother me, but now that I have to get my blood taken like on the regular, you realize that not everybody's as good and like, not yeah. Everything. And so sometimes yeah, you're so just- when you get the bad yeah, one, you're just like, it. it's like swirling around <laughs> the needle. You're like, just, okay, no, that's, can we my girl, not do that? My girl always gives me tips. She's like, make sure you drink a lot of water so we can find your vein. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I just drink a lot of water so, so she can find it. I got out of the doctor. I actually don't mind shots. They uh, don't bother shots me. Shots don't, don't bother me. Shot. Yeah. I don't mind a shot. Or blood. Like blood it, it didn't used to bother me, but now that I have to do it regularly, it's like, oh, drink God. Water, her. Drink water so they can find I'm the vein. opposite. I usually, I usually watch from the instrument. You are so weird. I have to look. A freak. Yeah. I don't like not. I think it's a control thing, but I need Maybe. to know what's uh, going on. I yeah. can't not look. The last time uh -huh. I was in the hospital, they used me for training. I'm oh, like, do you mind if we train on you? I was like, sure. <laughs> uh -uh. Anita, you are what I aspire to be. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Needles. Uh, nope, can't do it. It doesn't doesn't usually bother me, but now it does. I don't. I'm a shot. I don't mind. You give me a shot. Shots are fine. Yeah. Those are like quick. Mm-hmm. But when she's like pulling bottles and bottles of blood, I'm like, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna die right here. They're gonna bleed me out. Yeah. I remember a long time ago they were like, "Oh, you don't weigh enough for us to draw blood." I'm like, "Cool," and I just try to keep it at that level so they couldn't have take blood. Never go like above this weight ever again. The problem is you'll always look like the kid from Rush Hour, though, if you don't gain weight and get bigger. You're always gonna look like that kid. Now that they take bottles and bottles from me, I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah, this lady took probably like five bottles, and I, I yeah, right. It was so fast. She was quick. Oh damn. I was like, yeah. please tell me your name again. It feels like switch, switch, switch. I'm like, oh, I can't. <laughs> like, How much do I have? It's not all out yet. Yeah, I'm like, me right now. Which I've sliced my hand open so many times and there's blood and it doesn't bother me. But for some reason, I guess I just had one too many people, phlebotomists, that don't, they can't quite find the vein that I'm just like, now I'm like super paranoid about it. Just- just dig it, yeah. Just swirl it around in there. That's how you oh. get the book. <laughs> <Just swirl. laughs> um, all right. That's when you. That's when you get sore. That's when your arms sore when they're like, oh. I can't find the vein, and so they're just crying and missing. <laughs> right. Oh God. Uh, speaking of blood, next week saving Private Ryan. So uh, we're we're lots we're, of oh, we're, lots we're of blood that. in that one. So uh, happy Memorial Day, and uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be back with that. But what a great show this was this week! It was a great night visiting with you. I love you guys. It's been a great time. Shout out to John Sandy. John Sandy, get well soon. Uh, let us know if you're watching Rush Hour at home, John. I'm sure he is. We miss mm-hmm. him. We miss him. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah we miss him. back. Yeah. We'll record live one day. We'll be back in the studio very soon. I keep saying You've said that for the past two years. (laughs) Yeah. For the past two years. Don't say that because then I'm out. Well, well, no. Uh, He's going to figure out. We can have you call in. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be back in studio around June, probably the middle, middle, late June will probably be the best. (laughs) Right when it's fucking hot as shit. No, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That room's AC. The room's got AC. It's going to be nice and cool in there. There's a specific reason I said uh, mid to late June. Uh, It'll be more fun uh, doing it live. We'll have. uh, Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then all of a sudden, my computer won't work. But uh, no, uh, uh, Renee, I got to talk to Renee. He knows how to get it all uh, figured out. You know, we, we can call him ahead no, of time, sure. get it nice and cool for us. Be yeah, yeah. please okay. have the temperature down to. Reach the room, Renee. We're yeah. coming in. Yeah. yeah, we need it at a nice, cool 69 degrees. Have some you. cold water in the fridge. We haven't recorded there in two years, and I'm, I'm going to walk in there acting like we're still like. <laughs> like we still <laughs> run the joint. Yeah. Mm, like we still run the joint. Uh, mm-hmm. By the way, uh, Keeping Up with the Nerds is Renee's uh, podcast, if you want to listen to it. They're mm-hmm. up to like 150, I think they're up close to 150. Yeah, they've been rocking oh, through. Damn. Yeah, they're doing very well. Very good podcast. Please listen to our friend Renee, our old friend Renee, at uh, Keeping Up with Hi, the Nerds. Hi, Renee. Renee! Literally, God, I missed that. Literally giving him a shout out. Mm-hmm. Renee! Miss him. Miss him. Hope he's doing well. Uh, I follow him on the IG. Uh, follow him on the on, on the socials. Oh, guys, sorry about that. That is not a good way to end the show. Let's end on a high note. Uh, Justine, tell me a joke. Uh, nope. What do you mean, no? 
No, oh, someone I'm... told a dad dad joke at work today. Hold on, let me see. Uh oh. <laughs> we got a dad joke. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> mm, okay, today's dad joke in my work channel was if you wear cowgirl clothes, are you ranch dressing? Uh, I said we were going to end on a high note. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't read it. I just remember someone typing it. And, and I remember seeing someone say that's a bad joke. And you, it was not good. You so slammed <laughs> on the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So what do you call an angry carrot? What? A steamed veggie. Okay, uh... Jake, you save us. You hate us? <laughs> um, so oh, God. Uh, how about... what? Do you, I, I, I think I've said this one, but whatever. Uh, what do you get when you push a piano down a mine shaft? B flat? A, a flat minor. Hey, I hate it. Uh, Patrick? No, I'm good. All mine are like really long story jokes. Play story. one of those, yeah. Okay, okay. yeah. What's the lion and the witch doing in your wardrobe? What? It's Narnia business. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that one. Yay! There you go. All right. That's there it, guys. we got it. Yeah, we got okay. it. Uh, we okay. It. okay. So we love you guys. So until next week, for Jake, for John, for Patrick, for Anita, for Justine, we say this transition ends now. Fight the power. You need